This is my show. My show, motherfucker. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Why did it live? Oh, man. I hate that there's two is, different is things. There show, see here. this? Lance Windsor. Is there a show tonight? No. Yes, Lance. We are now live. What, we're three well, minutes I late? Mean, people, yeah, you're three minutes late. So what do you expect? I'm a whole three minutes late. Uh, the big old, the big old three. We were waiting on Katie. Yeah. Katie That's... was getting pizza. I blame it on her. Is it like the uh, DiGiorno delivers, you know, the, the stove pizza? Or is it not like delivery if it's not DiGiorno, that. Steve? It was a frozen pizza, but it was a Lazzo Mazzo frozen uh, pizza. Yeah. Lazzo Mazzo, Steve. Mm. It was really good. Come on, keep up. Not familiar. Keep up, Steve. Keep up with the program. Used. There yeah. we go. Are you ready for this shit tonight, Steve? <clears throat> well, right now I'm looking to see what my Yeti is worth. Oh, you going to sell that bitch off now? So that I can buy the new I was, one. I was asking Matt what he's going to part with his teal blue one that I uh, fucking been eyeballing for. It's I'm, uh, I'm sitting right here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, one, I'm wondering how much I can snake that one from him for. <laughs> And you know it, it it's worth about seventy to eighty bucks used. It's worth about seventy to eighty bucks used, but where it's been used by Matt and Matt's my friend, I'm thinking I might be able to shave a little bit off that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on that note, let's start this fucking thing. Mute yourself, Steve, as always. So I have to remind you. Thank you. Steve Alcorn's a fine investigator. Oh, fuck off. This is the Bordian Slip with your host, Chris York. I don't I don't need porn, Chris. I have a good woman. Listen, I have a I have a good woman. I still watch porn. Co-host, Steve Alcorn. You are the top shit in Bigfootery if you get the invitation. Oh, are you? I've gotten the invitation two years in a row now, Chris. Wow. Not me. And sometimes special guest, Matt Knapp. It's hard growing older, you know? Maturing. Maturing. Uh, uh, uh. Makes me more <laughs> <and> stuff. <laughs> okay, George Washington. <laughs> I opted for the. Uh, this is it what meth addicts say? That <laughs> <laughs> make me more dignified. <laughs> Taking on all things strange since 2013. Wait a minute. I don't know what the hell. Are you doing. saying that he's pregnant? Possibly. Was he implanted by one of these teenage aliens? <laughs> Did that happen to Arnold? Uh, this device, which comes as part of Nintendo's Quality of Life initiative, is to is going to have kids running around banging their heads off bricks. <laughs> yeah, you're about to witness the strength of creep knowledge. Good evening. Welcome to Steve and his cowboy hat. 
that was that was kind of weird. When you popped your camera back on, it showed you in your 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 ball cap, and then like switched to the cowboy hat. That was pretty cool. That's like magic. magic. All right. This is episode 102 of the 40 and Slip, the Copley Woods Incident. Yes, Steve. Nothing. Nothing. Got nothing for me. The blank look on your fucking face. I'd like to tell the people, the people who are listening uh, uh, to this as a podcast on anchor.fm forward slash the 14 slip or wherever you may be downloading this uh, podcast from, uh, who cannot see the look on Steve's face. It's the look of uh, bewilderment, uh, dumbfounded, uh, kind of looks like a fucking idiot, but... Uh, Basically giving me nothing on this whatsoever. <laughs> I'm not even familiar with the Copley Woods incident. I wasn't either. In fact, that, I, think, I thought you said cochlear implant incident. No, no. So, the Copley Woods incident, and we will get into that. However, there's something that uh, you have no part of, Steve. I never have a part <laughs> of anything. I show up, and that's no, when I find No, it, like I can guarantee... No part of this next conversation will be Steve Alcorn involved. I could be wrong. I've been. Can I like, take a break? Shut my camera off. Go you have a sandwich. Other, you can do the fuck you want. This is about in the tall grass. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there was that look again. No, I've been in the tall grass, but I don't think that's what you're talking there's, about. Listen, there's. One, possibly two people on this podcast that smoke weed. Steve oh, is not one of those people. But I can guarantee you, the whoa, what the fuck happened? We lost Steve. I brought up weed and he's fucking, fuck this. I'm he's out. out. <laughs> smoke it all you want on this show, Chris, but fuck you. That look, man, holy shit. It was like, what is this? Here we go. Hi, Steve. That wasn't Welcome the back. button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. In the tall grass, Steve. Which is not a marijuana reference. No. Oh, is it a sex has reference? Nothing, has nothing to do with drugs. No, I am referring to the adaptation of the Joe Hill, Stephen King novella. Uh on Netflix currently. I can't remember who directed it. Do you remember who directed it, Matt? No, not at all. Uh, ticks live in the tall grass, Richard Allen. Yes, they uh, they do. That's why you cut your grass. Keep down on them, motherfuckers. Carry on, gentlemen. I'm going to do something else for a little while. Yeah, all right. You, you have fun. You enjoy. Um, I checked this out Friday night with my son. And I loved that fucking movie. Absolutely loved it. it. Has everything you want. It's got elements of horror. Although I didn't find it to be as horrifying as I thought it was going to be. It was more like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> what the fuck is right? <laughs> but I called it early on. I said to my son, I turned to my son the minute the boyfriend went in. I went, they're caught in a fucking time loop. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the minute, like the minute he went inside, not, but, not inside, but right, you know, before he goes in, I was like, it's a fucking time loop. And then I get like, I'm starting to try to put the pieces together. And I was like, holy shit. But the, 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 they did have some real horrifying moments to the movie. Yeah. Um, the stuff with Patrick Wilson, who, by the way, is carving himself out a, a nice little horror niche. He's, uh, staking some territory for sure. I, I would fucking say so. And he does it really well too. Yeah. Like he can play both sides of it. Like this movie shows him playing a real dark fucking character, which I enjoyed a lot. Yeah. I, I, I thought he nailed the role. Oh, yeah. And now I really want to go back and read uh, the book, uh, whatever you call it, a novella. Yeah. Um, but I guess it was released in two parts when it was first published in a magazine. I don't know if they have it in one of the collections or um, I, I was telling Katie before the show, uh, I, I didn't go that far into it. You know, looking into it, but the—I mean, it had everything. As far as I was concerned, just a really cool shit. It's like a a kind of time travelly story in a way, um, and uh, Katie hasn't seen it yet, and, and I know it's something she's interested in. So I'm trying my damnedest not to spoil too much of it. <laughs> but I told her, <laughs> I'm like, I gotta spoil some of it tonight. Um, but yeah, the, the story, you were exactly right when you said it's kind of like, it's a Stephen King story, but his son kind of like went, right, fucking pulled yeah. the fucking wheel to the left a little bit. It's like, uh, Stephen King handed down the keys to his son from his old car and then his son like customized it. Yeah. And it, it worked so well. It did. I mean, um, as far as the, as far as the movie goes, I, like I don't know how well the novel uh, or novella uh, plays out. I'll have to check it out, but it will be one I'll definitely check out. It it did something that Stephen King is kind of well known for, uh, where he's just telling a story without going into real details about the background. Yeah, like how, it, how the setup, how it came to be, and everything. It just, it just, it just plows. Just right accept into it. it for what it is, and just watch it and enjoy it. There's a church. There's a fucking. There's a, yeah. there's a field of fucking grass. There's a kid calling out. They go in the grass. Enjoy. Yeah. You know, it, go for the ride. Yeah. Because it, it, and I easily, it's one of those movies I easily uh, fell into the. Uh, my letting go of reality and just enjoying the movie. Right. You know, you just, it, you easily fall into this little story that happens. And I, I really, really enjoyed it. And then yeah. uh, my son has been begging me for like two, three weeks now to watch clown. Have you seen the Eli mm. Roth? 
I haven't watched it. Oh, um, I have seen this. I had seen this movie before. And when my son originally got into horror movies, he's like, Dad, what do I watch? And I was like, well, I'm like, if you really want to be horrified and see something pretty disgusting, check out Clown. And Clown is a movie by Eli Roth. Well, he produces it. It's directed by somebody else. Um, and it's about this uh, guy. He's a real estate agent. <clears throat> His son's having a birthday party. And the clown cancels. And he finds in a lock. Not a lock. It isn't locked. It's just a trunk. But it's chained to a wall. This clown costume. And he puts it on. Goes and performs for the kids. Everybody's happy as shit. And then he goes to take the clown costume off, and he can't get it off. Can't take the nose off, can't take the hair off, can't take the fucking costume off. And from there, it just gets creepier and creepier. Like he starts to get hungry and hungrier around kids. I've seen that one. You've seen that movie? I have. You have not. Wow. Bullshit. <laughs> no, it was actually pretty interesting. It's a great horror movie. Yeah, I've seen it. My wife it watches is, that kind it of It is an absolutely great... I mean, it's it's excellently filmed. It's a great story. Uh, I would say the actors, uh, although nobody in that movie really besides uh, Peter Stormgard, I think I got his name right... Um, uh, he was in um, Fargo, uh, Big Lebowski, tons of shit. Um, he's in it, but other than that, there, there's no real big names, but they all nail it. And it's such a great horror movie for anybody who is into horror movies. If you're not, well, fuck you. But in the tall grass, bitch. Steve, you should check that out with your wife. She's probably already seen it. It just came out. She hasn't seen it then. Yeah. So why don't you sit down and watch In the Tall Grass with your wife? Is that a bad thing? I mean, no. All right. Well, fucking. Have you checked out any of those, uh, that series? Like, I think it's two second horror stories. No, no, but I know what you're talking about. I I've heard those are also pretty good. Really? Yeah. I've been kind of. Keeping them. Do you know what the premise is? <laughs> I, haven't really I have no it. idea. I think they're just like individual stories. Hmm. Yeah, because I like shit like that. Yeah. And I can get into that. I, I and I it takes it, it. The thing is, for me now, at my you know at my age and as many horror movies movies as I've seen, it takes a different type of horror movie to get me uh, riled up. Uh, scared, uh, whatever whatever the case may be. Clown is one of those movies where I fucking, oh, I fall into it. I just, ugh, ugh. you know, and In the Tall Grass is another one. I was able to just suspend my disbelief, let go, enjoy a really good movie, or what I saw as a really good movie, a uh, great little story, and was like, you know, Two hours or something, an hour and forty minutes, some shit like that. I don't know. Yeah, <clears throat> but it's great, and I look forward. Now, now after seeing that, Matt, I really want to check out Nosferatu because that's a Joe Hill vehicle. Yeah, so I really want to check that out. 
because I do like Zachary Quinto um, and uh, my favorite comedian, Jim Norton's on it. Uh, uh, filming scenes for that this season, this new season coming up. So I want to fucking check it out, bitch. Well, yeah, I, I want to see what he's like on his own, which I'm surprised I don't already know because the dude's been doing comic book stuff for a while. Yeah. And I like the fact that he wants to bring back like the creep show style comics. Yeah. Like his dad's into. Um I was just saying the other day, I was like, <laughs> you know, that it, what fucking hall the holidays must be like at their house. <laughs> you know, like uh, just because Owen writes too. Yeah. You know, so it's like, what must the fucking holidays be like around there? You know, just that that shit kind of baffles me. But it's very cool that he's doing shit with his sons. And I just read an article uh, yesterday that he plans on retiring no time soon. Like Stephen King is he's like, I got stuff in the fucking can't, you know, ready to go. You know, I'm 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 not stopping writing anytime fucking soon. And that that makes me happy. Why should he? Yeah, exactly. And now he's got his sons to write with. You know? It's kind of neat that the the King horror legacy will live on. Oh yeah, hopefully, you know. <laughs> oh, I I think so. I think I think Joe Hill's pretty much cemented it. I think he cemented it, and if Owen keep continues, um, then I think it'll be. I think you're. I think it's going to be a legacy. But man, you look at Joe. Oh yeah, he looks just that like shit's scary. <laughs> it's scary, just like his old man. <laughs> He looks like a he looks like a bet he's a better looking version of a 70s version of his old man. Yeah. And you look at him and you go, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, when, I, I didn't realize who he was. I didn't realize that he was his son. Like, so the whole pseudonym thing fucking threw me. Like I did not Yeah, I mean that's cool. <laughs> Uh, plus, it's kind of weird that Stephen King named his son Joe King. <laughs> like, I don't know if that uh, was like... Uh, <laughs> I get it. I yeah. get it. <laughs> I mean, Stephen is kind of warped, you know? So, oh, like, the fuck he, he is. He could have very intentionally done that. But, I, you know, he goes in with a pseudonym. He wants to stand on his own two feet, you know, and not ride off his dad's fame. And I respect that. But come on, what publisher did he walk into that didn't know who he was? Oh, fuck yeah. But I don't think that's the point. I think it's the fact that his name was on the... The Joe Hill name was on the books, not Joe King. Yeah, but... Wow, Steve, huh. would you like us to stop the program <laughs> so you continue to do your shit? Or, uh... I have this little magnet. You know, those oh. ones you put in your hands and mm. uh, there's two of them? Well, I only have mm. one. I don't yeah. know. Mm. <laughs> <And I> was, <laughs> the other one just went for a roll, huh? Yeah, well, now they're both gone. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I am stoked to see what comes out of the two of them. Yeah. I'm really, really looking forward to that. Because there's not a lot of, uh, I haven't seen a lot of really great up and coming horror writers. No, and I think that uh, Netflix is the perfect vehicle for a budding Joe Hill. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
I mean, just imagine like if Steven had access to something like Netflix where he could like turn all of his short stories and like, you know, these little standalone movies like oh, this. Oh, yeah. And he, and the, here's the thing. He's got a great catalog to work from. Yeah. You know, there's stuff that they haven't even or the, here's here's the thing. There's stuff that they've done TV movies for that they could go back and do <laughs> like the yeah. Night Flyer. Yeah. Which I was I was telling talking to Katie about uh, one of the short stories of his that she should read. It's a great vampire story. Yeah, I mean it. It's got all the elements you want. There's it, there's a scene in that, and I don't want to ruin it, but it's just like the. It's such a crazy take on vampires. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. It's it, it's you know it starts off and there's this. What is he? He works for like the Inquirer or something, and he's chasing yeah. down this story of these murders that are happening in all of these different uh, uh, little airports, and it, 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 he it, he just starts connecting the dots. It's so fucking good, yeah. so good. The Langoliers, Richard, is an okay. Uh, it's an okay story. The the movie was very lacking, in my opinion, compared to the story. And I wasn't a huge fan of the Langoliers. It's it yeah. a really odd, odd story. Um, but it was very Stephen King. Like the way, like there's, uh, when they get to like the first um, airport, all the food doesn't taste right. You know, and just all this little weird shit. Oh, excuse me, but um, yeah i i I wasn't a huge fan of uh of that short story. Now, in that book, which was four past midnight, the uh, the library policeman is another vampire take of his, which I fucking love. It's a really weird, almost uh, uh pedophile like vampire take. And it is creepy as shit. Um, but if anybody you know likes King, that's the, uh, that fucking story is great. <clears throat> I was trying to think of some of the other short stories that he's done that really fucking blew me away. And I can't like pick one out like right um, off the top of my head. The, the Mist is good, uh, but that's more of a novella. I can't remember what it's called. Uh... I'm drawing a blank and it's like one of my top Stephen King stories. Um, it's set back odd shortcut. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really cool story. Um, shit. Uh, the one about the kid that's allergic to bees or his brother was allergic to bees and gets stung by a bee. And it's like that one. I don't know. In like the 1940s, I think, and uh, he goes fishing and like is basically confronted by the devil while he's out fishing, and it's huh. just a crazy story. But uh, his description of the man slash the devil or whatever, and he like, write he he also writes some really creepy fiction that isn't horrific, but is yeah yeah. Um, <clears throat> I didn't think I was going to enjoy the short story "Apt Pupil," 
but that fucking short story is pretty creepy. I mean, just the idea of this guy, this kid just starting to follow this Nazi and, you know, do what he tells him to do. And it gets really fucking dark. Um, he also wrote a short story about a guy who's surviving on an island by himself and starts eating himself and cutting off like his extremities and slowly eating himself. It that fucking ooh, ooh. some hard hard shit to fucking swallow there, Steve. Ha ha uh, ha ha. Not, ha. Yeah, no. <laughs> ooh, no, I don't like that. One. No, you don't. No, I was. I'm, Never mind. You told me to do something else while well, you guys discussed this, so I'm looking for a boom stand or a boom scissor arm thing. Oh, for your so new from your new Yeti you're gonna buy? I'm not sure if I'm buying a new Yeti, but I certainly need the, the You uh, certainly need a new boom arm. Or a boom arm because you don't fucking have one. Because of that. Hmm. Or that. Right. No, we got it. We got it with the first part. So I think you should get the new one, Steve. I'm fucking Daddy Warbucks over there? Yeah, I'm considering it. Daddy Warbucks? I mean, come on. Sure <coughs> I, can I gotta take up. a... Steve, I gotta take a dab hit and get prepared before we get into this Copley Woods incident. I'm not sure I can scrape up the fundage, but we'll see. Same. Are you fucking kidding me? You're seriously gonna try to look at me with <laughs> not even a straight face. I wasn't looking at you. And tell me that you can't afford to go out and buy that fucking microphone right now? It's a luxury. I don't Dude, do you could go to Best Buy and get it right now at Best Buy price. And not even blink an eye. And not even blink a fucking eye. Yeah, I could. Yeah. What I'm looking for is the correct shock mount. Do you have a shock mount on yours? What's a shock mount? Is the thing with the thing? little rubber bands, yes. Then yes. Do you still do you still know where you got you got that at Amazon, right? That was boom. Did you freeze? The man in the black suit. I know that one. The man in the black suit. That's the one I was talking about. The man in the black suit. Oh, 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 oh. That's a short story. Nice. I'll have to yeah. look into that. Wow, Richard I, I came that. through. Like that. Uh, Dean Cooper, you mean the color out of space? That's a fucking HP Lovecraft story. And fuck Dean Cooper. Sorry. <laughs> The color, the color out of space is an H.P. Lovecraft uh, short story. It's about a, a meteor that falls to Earth. That the people, the color that is coming out of it, they can't describe it. It's it, it's undescribable, and then it starts changing everything around it. <clears throat> it gets really crazy. Um. Oh, he was answering Frank. So sorry, Dean. I jumped the gun on that one. Usually, I can just say "fuck you" and it it, it matters, but. Oh, on that I'm, one, sure I'm, he'll, I'm sure he'll say something else. Oh, he'll fuck up before the fucking end of the show. So, it, you know, it's preemptive. Let's let's call it uh, preemptive. Um, but yeah, Frank Smith joining us tonight. Listening, I haven't seen Frank in the in the chat in a in a long while. Um, but good to see Frank, our uh, Ireland listener. He's Irish. Not that we'll hold that against him, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. You're not. You're not against that. No, he could drink all he wants. Oh, okay. Oh, what? What? Isn't that what Irish people do? They drink a lot. Steve, 
Yeah, Steve, they drink and eat potatoes. How dare you? That's what I've heard. And, and wear lots of green. They yeah. wear green, eat potatoes, and drink. They, they fucking, all they do is have fucking farms of shamrocks. Ooh. What the f- fucking bathe in sounds, Irish springs? That sounds with fun. The soap. What the fuck, Steve? <laughs> is that what you think? No, this guy, like, he raises fucking snapping turtles and all kinds of weird creatures. And he's got, like, dragonfly shit or... I don't know. He's got some wacky shit at his house. Pots of gold? <laughs> You're a fucking cunt. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry, Frank. I'm just funning with you. Come uh, on. Yeah, yeah. Sure you are, Steve. Sure you are. Sure you are. <clears throat> I get accused of racism all the time, even though I'm not. I'm like, why are you anti-Irish? Yeah. See, <laughs> so I might as well be one for a day. Jeez. Be, be what? You guys always accuse me of saying racial things, so I might as well actually just come out and say. Because something. you're saying racial things. I don't yeah, know. You, 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 you see, Steve. The problem with you is this: you inadvertently say racial things all the time. Frank Smith, I'm always on ketchup, so still watch. See, he says, I'm drinking now. I'm drinking now, eating mash in my green pajamas, yes. praying mantis at my... He raises praying mantises. That motherfucker raises praying mantises. I respect that shit. And, and what color are praying mantises? Mostly. All different colors. Yeah, different. They, what they color range. do they tend to be? They range. Green. Brown. Whatever color of the environment they live in. Yeah. I've only ever seen green ones. Well, there's like hundreds of different types of praying mantis. We we often wish that your relationship went much like that of the <laughs> praying mantis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Steve. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> on that note and you wonder why my wife does not listen to this show well I didn't oh, say anything oh. bad about her I said that I wish mm. that she chewed your head off <laughs> after sex I'm sorry Steve I can't help myself oh. I thought that was a reference to everything being green <laughs> yeah sure you did <laughs> I am not having any luck finding this microphone thing. Oh my god, it's on the blue website. Yeah, I'm not gonna pay there. that kind of money. But you can uh, find the name of it and then go look me. for it. Ooh. Oh praying mantis, yeah. Good stuff. I want to buy one of these. Steve, you gonna join the program or are you gonna look for shit for your microphone? You yeah. told me to do something else for a while. No, I told you we today on the forty inch lip, Steve peruses Amazon. Yeah. I mean, we we were talking about a, a new movie that just came out that Matt had asked me if I had seen yet, like almost a week ago now, and I had said no. I was waiting to watch it with my son, and now I have watched it. We're done talking about said movie in the talk okay. house. We talked about Clown, which you actually were able to come in on, Steve. Yeah, I watched it. What'd you think? <laughs> I thought it was corny. Really? 
Good concept. I is just that didn't what care you, for is, it. is that what I don't watch that sort of stuff. No. <clears throat> oh. The concept. I did like the concept. I you like it the concept. Unique. It's a good movie. I thought it was a good movie, personally. I don't know why your cowboy hat wearing ass didn't like it, but I didn't say I didn't like it. I just thought it was, you said it was cheesy. corny, cheesy, cheesy, corny, whichever. If you like horror movies, check it out. Tell me what you think. Nobody will. None of our listeners respond to anything. They don't, Steve. Leave us a comment with your favorite horror movie. <laughs> yeah, they won't do that either. That's the best part. The Copley Woods incident. Does it have anything to do with a cow? Uh, I don't know. Cows don't, don't tend to be out in the woods. I don't know much about it. Katie knows more about it than I do. <laughs> at this point. Well, I mean... <laughs> we're about to learn about it. I mean... It's pretty standard, I think, at this point. Yeah. What the what? hell was that? What, that there's cows in the story, or... I don't know if there's cows in the story. I'm about to read over oh. it with you guys. There are no cows. No cows. No cows were harmed in the making of this incident, Steve. Okay. That's all I know. But there could be. But Katie says no. So we're going to go with no cows with the uh, Copley Woods incident. Are you interested, Steve? I am. Let's go. All right. All right. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill you in. Steve, on June 30th, 1983, Steve, Debbie Jordan Cowbell, hope I'm pronouncing her hyphenated name right, uh, was living with her two young sons at her parents' house. She was washing her hands after dinner and gazing out the window when she saw a strange bright light coming from the pool shed at the back of the house. She was getting ready to leave for the evening, going to a neighbor's house to do some work. Seeing this strange light worried her. She was certain she had locked the shed when she was out there earlier that day. But her mother assured her they would lock the doors and everything would be fine. So Debbie went ahead <clears throat> and left, noting that the light was gone as she pulled away from the house. Once she arrived at the neighbor's, she called back home to check in. Her mother assured her that they were fine, and they hung up. But just a moment after hanging up the phone, it rang again. It was Debbie's mother calling back again. But this time, she was panicked and demanded that Debbie come home right away. Debbie told her friends that she would call them as soon as she got back home to let them know what was going on. She raced back home, only taking about three minutes. Uh, her mother was standing and waiting on her, looking to be in a bit of a haze. She, in that moment, could not even remember why she had called Debbie back home. It wouldn't be until about a week later that she spontaneously remembered making that phone call and why. She had looked outside and seen a basketball-sized orb of light in the yard hovering around their bird feeder. Debbie took a gun with her and went outside to investigate. Fucking Debbie's got a gun. 
Tonight it's Debbie. Uh, the pool shed was clear, so she headed toward the big garage. On the way, she found her dog hiding underneath a truck. She was clearly scared and could not be coaxed out. So she continued on to the garage. She was terrified, but burst in gun first. Ooh, I can imagine what that looks <laughs> Some fucking woman just fucking blasted in with her fucking gun first. Who's there? All was quiet and normal inside. She was poking around a bit when suddenly she felt like she was on fire. Scared, she started toward the door to flee, but she was suddenly struck with what she describes as an electric fist. It was a blast of bright light that she could feel in every molecule of her body. She felt like she was vibrating. Had nothing to do with the item she had in her back pocket with batteries. She had blind spots in her vision from the bright light. She was trying to stand, but felt something pulling her back down. Something was speaking to her, saying it was sorry she had to feel pain. Next, she was suddenly outside, but she didn't know how she got there. There were more large orbs of light, egg-shaped beings standing around. Egg-shaped beings? Did they describe that any better than that, Katie? Yeah, the orbs of light were like egg-shaped and large, and then the beings were standing around them. Oh, with beings standing around them. So the beings were more like uh, humanoid. Yes. Okay. Um, they are at various spots in the yard at the same time. <clears throat> at the same time. Uh, at the same time, they all seem to line up and slide to the left, back to this egg-shaped thing in front of me. They were smaller than me. Oh, okay. Shorter. I thought they looked like children. Bullet. Were they doing the electric slide by chance? Boogie woogie woogie. Uh, bullet shaped. They were bullet shaped children. Oh, so they were kind of weird shaped. Bigger in the head and getting narrow at the feet. Oh, that's kind of weird looking. Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down, I guess. Um, I couldn't see much detail, mostly just silhouettes. Eventually, she hears someone say it's over, and she immediately starts to think of her children, hoping they are okay. Whatever was speaking to her assured her that they were. She got up and walked to the house, finding her mother standing in a trance. Her memory was foggy of what had just happened, but for whatever reason, she decided to leave to go to the neighbor's house again. Upon her arrival back there, her neighbors were upset she didn't call them right away like she said she would she had been gone two hours though Debbie felt as though it had only been about 15 to 20 minutes so it was lost time in there <clears throat> um, Debbie apologized and said she really didn't feel like working anymore and invited them back to swim in their pool so back to Debbie's place they went. They saw Debbie's father pulling into the driveway as they prepared to swim. He got home every night at 11.10 p.m. It was only 8 p.m. when they left the neighbors to come swimming. They had mysteriously lost three hours of time with no explanation. 
As they were getting in the pool, the teenager screamed in pain, saying her foot felt like it was burning. Once they were all in the pool, all of them were overcome with a feeling of dizziness, dizziness and nausea. They decided to call it a night and all went to bed. The next morning, Debbie woke to eyes so swollen she could not open them. A doctor had told her, a doctor told her she had injuries a welder would get from welding without protection. They took several weeks to heal and she has been extremely sensitive to light ever since. The family dog died just a few months later. The vet reported that the dog seemed to be about 20 years old despite it being 6 years old. There was a spot in the yard that would not grow grass for several years following the incident. <clears throat> Snow would melt and not accumulate on it in the winter and animals would walk around the spot. In the spring, the only plant it would grow was giant dandelions. One year, the dry dirt had a large crack in it. Debbie decided to poke in it with a 12-inch ruler, only to drop it and never find it again. Their tomato plants by the pool house were also ruined for years. They would grow extra large, but were too acidic to be, to be eaten. Bud Hopkins would eventually do a thorough investigation of the incident and write a book, Intruders, The Incredible Visitations of Copley Woods. Debbie and her sister also wrote a book together, Abducted, The Story of the Intruders Continues. Oh, so their story went on. I guess. I don't know. What do you guys think? She had this horrifying experience and then went swimming. Well, know, she doesn't well, no, here's the thing. She doesn't remember the experience. She didn't remember the experience until over a week later. How did she? Was it hypnosis or, or one of those stupid things? Uh, you'd have to ask Katie. Uh, the bearded yeah. picker is staying, saying, what up, cowboy Steve? Who's the bearded picker? I never heard of that guy. So that's the guy right there. Some dick, I'm sure. Oh, okay. What's up, Scott? I think it was a lost time scenario. Yeah. A lost... Well, so, but what brought on the memories again? Well, that was the just the mother of Debbie that it took her a week to remember why she had called Debbie back to the house. But the only things Debbie didn't really remember was when she was like, down on the ground in the garage from that electric fist or whatever. It's a weird story. It was very weird. It definitely, once it got investigated and there was some hype around it, she definitely took it to the alien abduction angle for sure. Now, has anybody been able to come out and say like, this is definitively a hoax or? No, I did not see anything like that, but. I personally wasn't super convinced. She eventually. I'll came do out. it if nobody else wants to. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Let's fucking debunk this shit. I mean, let's right. see here. She was missing for two hours and felt like it was 20 minutes, then invited the neighbors over to go swimming. They missed three hours of time. So now we're at five hours. So what time did all this shit start? Because they said that dad got home at 11. Yeah. They, they so, said that they went to the pool at around eight, <clears throat> they lost three hours of time. 
going to the pool or once they were in the pool? They were went to the pool at 8 o'clock. So they got into the pool around 8 o'clock and then lost three hours of time, and then the father came home around 11.10. And they weren't just, like, lost track of time swimming? Probably drinking. Being it was all very confusing, and I read her firsthand account of, like, her sitting down and typing a summary of what happened, and I agree. There were some holes where it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. It didn't all add up. Yeah. It it's, almost it's, sounds like something could have possibly happened that was strange and then once she got a little attention for it she kind of ran with it yeah that's the vibe i got mm -hmm. that's what i'd go with yeah because there was Debunked. another story six <laughs> years before that when she was only 17 she had a random lost pregnancy that she tried to describe as weird and like she knew she was pregnant and then she went to a different doctor and they told her she wasn't. And then she went back to the first and it just, she made it seem like, you know, an alien took her baby. That was her story. Oh, but eh, I just, I didn't buy it. So she's prone to stories. this sort of thing. I'm not going to say oh. telling stories because we don't know. Obviously you can't prove a negative. You can't prove she hoaxed any of it because mm -hmm. there's no evidence. But one could also say that in abduction cases and cases where aliens uh, visit a single person or whatever, that there's many events over a spread out amount of time. So maybe it is possible that she was being visited over the years and impregnated and studied and experimented on. This is possible. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to, to say that's not within the realm of possibility but say no to quaaludes fuck no wait a minute no say yes he's he's more <laughs> on your page than than you think he is he just, he just doesn't do quaaludes say say <laughs> yes to quaaludes and both of you are also showing your age right now <laughs> <laughs> quaaludes are they still around no I mean, do people still do those no I remember back in high school, that was the thing. Oh, I know. At least that's the thing they warned us about. I never partook. I never had the chance. So, um, yeah, no, I, I definitely think that there's uh, some Tom fuckery going on with this story. I think it's an interesting story, and that's what I think that a lot of these things are, just interesting stories. What year did this take place? Uh, it was 1983. June 30th, 1983. There was one credible detail. There were a few neighbors that did report seeing strange lights that night. And there was one neighbor that had even considered calling 911 because they thought something really weird was going on. So hmm. that was the only like, hmm, okay. I mean, that gives it a little bit, but it's it's the store. The story's kind of just weird. I don't know. I June eleventh, nineteen eighty-two. Anyone? No. The day that the movie ET premiered. Oh. <laughs> so you're saying? This <laughs> well, I'm saying whenever the story started about strange lights in the pool house, it kind of rang a familiar bell. Yeah. 
And I was like, did she lure something out with Reese's Pieces? Like, but like, but like I was saying though, the 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 fact that Katie was saying that the neighbors reported seeing some lights too. That's kind of I mean, it gives it a little bit, but I don't. I just don't know. Were the neighbors' lights also egg shaped? Mm, I don't know. Honestly, there really wasn't a whole lot on this topic. Like, I really only had a few sources, and the major one was from her herself. So, yeah, it looks like. I mean, I hate to say it like this, but it looks like a cash grab to me on their part. Like, it looks like let's write a couple books, let's get some money, you know, let's tell a story. Who was the guy who wrote the original book? I've heard of him before. He's he's written other on other topics too. The investigator, Bud Hopkins. Yeah, yeah Bud, Bud Hopkins. Hopkins. He's he's done a lot of stuff. Or yeah. I don't I don't know that he's any. I think he's no longer with us. But yeah, uh, I I just so, I don't know that this story holds like a lot of water for me personally. I mean, it'd be interesting if there was you know. Uh, like the doctor that said she had injuries like a welder would have, like, is that documented anywhere? Did the doctor go on record, you know, stating that, or is it just, she said the doctor said this. I don't know. I think the biggest source is that book that that guy wrote. And I obviously did not read that. So I think if, if somebody would have investigated into it that far, it would have been him. So that might be in that book. And if he investigated in that far and didn't find any evidence of the doctor actually writing anything down, he would have left that out of the book, I'm sure. Right. So. Well, it, the the guy, the Bud Hopkins, I'm sure, uh, was very uh, pro this story. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. Most of those people are. Any of the, you know, any of those people that swoop in to write a book, Steve. Well, Bud Hopkins has—he's well known in that field in in the UFO community. I don't know what his reputation is. I've been out of it for so long, but but I mean, I most of those guys. When you say if they're going into you know look into this sure. story, the, a lot of those guys in the UFO community or women for that matter are going into it with the slant of this is real. Well, they have to. <clears throat> Well, no, this they don't. Real. They don't have to. They don't have to. But this is real. Sells more books than this was probably not. Yeah, real. and that's and that's the thing, and that's what yeah. we we've learned, is that this is real. Sells more than this is bullshit. <laughs> Frank Smith over in the chat talking about leprechauns. Well, you know, listen, don't judge. How can you I, judge? Because he says we people. With the Listen, wee people. I think this is more important. What the bearded picker has to say, that is the truth. Steve has been out of it. Steve has been out of it for a long time. Bearded picker, I am on your side. I don't think I'm, anything the bearded okay. picker has said tonight. I <laughs> have a red flag. Where's, what's, what's the red, the red flag? flag? What, what's this story? Oh, okay. Not with the bearded picker. No. Oh, I have a big okay. red flag, and I'm going to discuss that on Tuesday morning. No, <laughs> bearded no. Picker. Bearded picker, I'm on your side. <laughs> Uh, if there's anything I can do to support your cause, I can uh, help you out. But One of the things that Mr. Uh, Bud Hopkins was known for was for being a uh, amateur hypnotist. 
And he would use that technique to draw out memories from alien abductees. Ah, there we have it. Old Bud. Old Buddy. Old Bud did the old hypnotism. I knew I knew, knew, but I I, I mean, I've heard of Bud Hopkins. I'll bet you if we look into this even more, this is my assumption. So this is my own personal opinion. This is not, I don't know if this is the truth, but I think if we look into this a little more, we will find that Bud Hopkins, during these hypnotism sessions, guided them. To these conclusions, I—that is my opinion and my guess. But is there any evidence that he hypnotized (laughs) Debbie? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. But he was the investigator, so. And if that was his mode of investigation, I'm sure it happened. And he wrote a book on it. Yeah. Yeah. But but Hopkins has passed, hasn't he? I think so. The hip—the whole hypnotism thing stinks. There's very few cases of uh, hypnotism where I go, hmm, there's some validity or there's something here. One of them is the, uh, uh, shit, now I can't think of them, the, the couple. Betty and Barney Hill. Yeah, Betty and Barney Hill. That one, I think, has some validity. Some. But by and large, these cases of hypnotism where people are recalling all of these events of being abducted or having these UFO encounters, alien encounters. I don't really buy into them. I don't know what you guys think, but I don't, I'm personally not a fan of the whole hypnotism movement. Well, it's not scientifically proven to be anything other than suggested memories, you know? And uh, here it is. Bearded picker fucking with it again. Bud Hopkins died in 2000. Why are you giving that guy any credit? Bearded picker. He seems to be on an internet troll on of point. some sort. I think Steve's getting nervous about losing his position. My position as internet troll? No, on this show to Bearded Picker. He's he's doing a pretty good job so far. Yeah. He actually researched something for us. <laughs> I do not do that. No, Steve not used to anymore. be a fine investigator. I did research tonight, just not on this topic. Oh, what did you research? Now, time travel, I was telling you before the show. Oh, yeah, the time Very travel. Interesting show. story. We should do a show on that sometime. Uh, on yeah. time travel? Yeah. That's no, on, 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 yeah, not, not, we're not going to go back to teeter. No, fuck no. We've, we've done enough teeter. We're going to do totter this time. <laughs> yeah. No, Steve found a, an interesting one. It may not be a very uh, uh, big story, uh, but it's it's an interesting one. He sent it to me this afternoon, so it's something I'll look into, throw Katie's way. And well, and, and over it. it's a, an area of the country you're familiar with. So right, it's around me. It's from yeah. Woburn, Mass. So, um, it you know, I, and I love time travel stuff, so. It's definitely something we'll look into. <clears throat> but yeah, that's, I'm glad that you did a little bit of research, Steve. On a we'll totally wrong topic, but... Yeah, nothing for tonight. But you didn't know what tonight's topic was. Yeah, because you never tell me. Uh, I try not to. And I have my reasons for that. My reasons are pretty solid when yeah. it comes to not telling you about the topic, Steve. Well, first of all, I wouldn't do any research anyhow. So well, that's, there's that's that. There's that, and then there is that. Um, uh, that uh, the um, 
there are things that I enjoy having you and Matt uh, experience. So therefore, like for the first time, like the uh, Stainer Brothers, when we did the Stainer Brothers episode, I enjoyed the way you guys, you didn't know much about, neither one of you knew much of anything about it, et cetera, et cetera. Were they wrestlers? Um, no, they were not. Um, but, uh, you know, it's stuff like that. I enjoy, like, introducing to you guys. So w in that aspect, plus you fucking could fuck up a wet dream, Steve. If I tell you about shit beforehand, you'll be like, oh, really? Tell me more. You put that fucking look I don't do that. Like, oh, fucking yes, you do. Holy shit, you do. That's why I can't tell you anything. I can't tell you if we're doing any, like, can't tell you, like, uh, little bits we're doing. I can't, like, I couldn't talk to you about the trivia thing that we did before once. I can't tell you that anything. Good. I have to admit that trivia. With, with Asano, yeah. that one, that was good. Went over good. Mm -hmm. I wish he'd respond back to me after after asking me uh, when I wanted to do the show an He's hour busy. after we finished. He's busy. He's busy with a skunk ape following him. Oh, and apparently throwing logs in front of a camera oh, that he didn't see. Tim, 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 buddy. Whew. I didn't see. I I I, I didn't uh, do squatchable last night with Richard because uh, I was busy playing games with my son, and I didn't want to stop. So I just, you know, I messaged him. I was like, "Yeah, not tonight, dude. I've I've got too much shit going on." Um, <clears throat> so I missed uh, said Tim Fasano video. Um, oh, you got to go watch it. It's good. Is it, is it good, well, Matt? Version of it, Matt. I, 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 like Phil did a breakdown of it. Oh yeah. Oh no. That's the one I watched. Oh no. He let it play in real time though. Oh, I'm sure he fucking did. <laughs> did he do it like the Dog Man one? Uh, not not as comical, but you know. You give oh. it gives uh, Fasano a little bit of credit, of, you know. Oh God! Oh, my you know how he's a great, you know, skunk ape investigator and all. Yeah. So it was good. It was. I've, I've been enjoying Phil's new videos since oh, yeah. his since his release back into the YouTube world. Yeah, and Phil had told me he was going to do a, a Fasano breakdown. I knew it was coming. Yep. Or whatever he's gonna call it, if a uh, commentary or whatnot. Ah, fuck Dean Cooper. Phil broke it to pieces. Well, I get. Uh, I mean, Why doesn't I don't Dean know. just change his name to Fuck Dean Cooper? He should. Yeah. Just change it on YouTube to Fuck Dean Cooper. Change like, it on Facebook too. People. Sure. Fuck Dean Cooper. I, I read a comment that you wrote to Mister Cooper the other day. You, yeah. You, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you mean about Ellen DeGeneres? Yes. I read that. Yeah, because I have a, hmm. I have a serious problem with people who like fucking lose their shit over the fact that she sat with George W. Bush. I'd yeah. sit and have a fucking beer with George W. Bush who at this point. He looks fun. He looks fun. He doesn't. Have I don't to do fucking play anymore. golf. I would golf all day with that motherfucker. Well, I, think I bet whole, you he is a riot. I I think the whole thing is where you're politics lie and apparently gives a post, sweet shit apparently i don't from, fucking care from where that post was headed I'm, I'm assuming that dean agrees with the gentleman that i'm hoping not but i'm assuming he agrees with the gentleman of the youtube video he shared yeah where george bush is a war criminal and all that bullshit but, mm. yeah 
So is every other president that ever, you know. Yeah. So is Obama then. Yeah. Yeah. So if you think of it that way, yeah, it would be deplorable if if that were true. Mm-hmm. But, but I just I think it's fucking asinine. Gives, yeah, we we talk a lot about on this show about um, coming together and not separating, and that is separating. You know that that's the mentality. There's, there's no at. need for it. So she fucking sat and watched a football game with George W. Bush and had a hell of a time. It looked gives like. a fuck. And they both both of them recognized at the time because you could tell by the looks on their face and the things they were posting and she was panning around and showed him over there and they mm-hmm. knew that there was going to be some controversy of them sitting together absolutely and they made light of it you know and who and you know who gives a fuck? <laughs> like you've never been in a situation where you were like sitting or standing next to somebody that had differing politics and nobody gave a shit yeah but because they're known it's all of a sudden a big deal yeah and like okay. I've said many, and like I've said many times, you know, Matt and I don't share exactly the same types of political views. Steve and I don't share all the time the same types of political or whatever views. I'm sure Katie differs from all three of us. I'm a it's, Republican. It's 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 stupid to act like we should just divide ourselves. Republican, That's what I am. Okay, so you can sit in your own little section, um, but I, I just I don't see I don't see the division as a good thing, and people who want to promote it and act like it's a good idea that we should separate these people. I mean, how about this? How about she should sit down and talk with him, and maybe by talking with him and being friends with him, she can change his fucking mind. I hope she does. How yeah. about that? Or maybe she can, or he can change her mind. Absolutely. I don't think that's happening. But... Well, yeah, because never mind. You got to understand. That, you gotta, I'm and, just saying on the, seen, on the grand minute, scale minute, of things, wait, Matt, he was Matt. the leader of the free world and she's a fucking comedian and talk show host. Matt, right. I he, don't he, see he, them on the same level as politicians. He is going to change her mind, Matt. Have you seen Portia? Uh, I thought they split up. No, they're still together. Oh. That was one well, I wasn't even talking about that. About I'm saying, for all we know, George Bush has the same exact political views as her. Like, yeah. we don't really know. Yeah. And that's the thing. And, and people jump to these conclusions and they just, you know, they, they make it out like this horrifying fucking thing. Like, really? It's not horrible. I don't know who that guy that did that video was, but... That was probably the only video of his I'll ever watch. Probably <laughs> some guy that is no longer on YouTube. <laughs> no, I'm mean, gonna guess he's still on YouTube. But it, oh, just the political climate nowadays is to be that way, and I don't like it. Don't like I violated it I violated Facebook's community standards. What? Congratulations! Did you get put in Facebook jail? I popped my community standards cherry. Did you get put in Facebook jail? Um, no. Oh. They did not suspend my account or anything, standard. thankfully. And I, it was one of those things that I had. I, I knew better than to post it. I thought but it was funny. It anyway. I did it anyway because I don't give a fuck. Um, and it's uh, that uh, meme that's going around with uh, the woman with the da- Danny DeVito mask on her face. I missed it. And it says uh, Tranny DeVito. Darn it, that would have been good to see. Yeah, so they ripped that down. But yeah. Why? 
it violates community standards. Is there a list of these community standards somewhere that we can view? No. Oh. No. They don't give you any. Huh. But they expect you to follow them. Yeah. And then when you get a strike, you know, to the, something that you had no idea that you were going to break a rule, you now have a strike going towards your account being taken away when you didn't know in the first place. Now, the one thing I do agree with that Dean said, not that the point of the video was this, because I don't believe the point of the video was that. I believe the point of the video was division. But rich people do belong to a club that we don't belong to. That's absolutely true. Okay. Well, I, 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 wait a minute. But that let's, wasn't the point of that video. Let's clarify. There's a, there's a percentage of rich people. Right that yes. belong to a club that we don't belong to and never will. This... Well, I don't know, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're on your way there, Bob. Yeah. You're buying that Yeti mic, dude. <laughs> like, don't even try to blow smoke up our ass. I'm going to see that fucker within a week. I already bought my, uh, stand while we were on the show, my, uh, scissor arm, but I don't know if I'm going to buy the blue Yeti. Yet, so. No, I think you should. We'll see. I think you should go for it, it. It looks awesome. Give it hell, Steve. Well, I'm You're waiting for well. to do a You're full You're doing review. well, buddy. Do something nice for yourself. I'm waiting for My wife told me to go ahead and buy it. But It's an investment. Yeah. And Into a tax write-off for you. Yeah. It's, why? YouTube's not a business. I don't make any money. But you do instructional videos. That's part of your business. Yeah. You're right. You're <clears throat> right. Yeah. I don't charge for them. Do that shit. You should don't I have charge to charge for them? for them. But should I? Do people charge me to watch commercials? <laughs> no. I wish they watch. would. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to share the screen, and I'm going to show you guys what this thing looks like. It's awesome. Hold yeah, on. it's probably the blue compass boom arm. Which, which one are you getting? Show, no, not the it. arm. The the mic. Oh, you're getting the mic. Which mic are you getting? The blue, uh, if I do, I'll get the, the Yeti. Oh, X. you're going to show the listeners. Yes, because oh. this thing is awesome. Oh, okay. All right. oh. What does it look the, like, Steve? You're going to show the well, listeners you know, what Matt's... Matt would go on camera... I don't have a camera. <laughs> he buys an expensive <laughs> microphone. I have a PlayStation uh. camera. <laughs> does that count? <laughs> that's the old one, isn't it? No, that no, is that's the old one. That's the new that's one. The new this one. is for... Best Buy has them. So this is from the Best Buy site. But, ooh, look oh, at okay. her. She looks like she knows what she's doing. Okay. But it lights up. See it? Yeah. Right there, it yeah, lights up. yeah. I see that it lights up, Steve. That's impressive. It's nice. Oh. That, that looks but oh, here's the impressive part. It comes with this software. Yeah. That that I like. Okay. And the software is way more in depth than that. You know, yeah, it's way more. I mean, I've been looking into it. It gives you way more options. Yeah, that's like one third of the actual screen. Wow. I'm in. I think we I'm should all get it. Don't um, get it for the lights and all that crap. No, no. I, like the, the, it, it, it dude, has like I noticed, specs. No, no this, here's the, I'll tell the you. Thing the thing that I noticed was when you came in the into the fucking chat. Yeah, it was your voice. You, you started talking. You you were clear. I mean, you're you're always clear, but there was a crispness that you didn't have before. Mm -hmm. uh, Matt, a real professional turn, quality about it. When you turn the mute on, does it sound like this? <laughs> I don't know. Let's, let's find out. 
Yeah, it's it's better. It's a little better. Yeah, it's that's, a little better. That's one thing that would impress it's me. It's still a can... button. However, yeah. I can mute it from the software. Oh, with a click of the mouse. Ooh. Well, that's no different than muting in here then. So. Right. So it doesn't really matter if the button makes noise anymore. Because yeah. I kind of liked the button, and I used to use it a lot, but it comes across on camera. Uh, yeah. Know, well, and and then that is a problem. But however, it does like. It gives you a cough button or whatever. Um, However, here is something that they're not really mentioning or putting out there, um, <clears throat> which I found kind of interesting. The software is not blue microphone software. It's hmm. actually a Logitech suite that controls all Logitech devices. Can I use it with my old? And the microphone it has been added to that software. Nice. So I guess blue has a deal with Logitech. Well, and nice. I think like the, the different like led lights, like Steve was showing you and everything you can change and customize all those yeah. lights. And I think maybe they partnered with Logitech on this microphone. Mine are going to stay, stay green, but cause Logitech does a lot of that led stuff, you know? Yeah. Yep. So, like, if you have certain keyboards and certain, you know, a certain mouse or whatever, you can also use this software to, like, control that stuff and customize it. Well, it's definitely aimed towards more. content creators and streamers and gamers oh. and stuff like that. And, yeah, and it sounds fucking amazing. All right, you've convinced me. Pull the trigger, Steve. Definitely sounds amazing. <laughs> After I make sure 100%. And talk to my wife first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she told you me. Know, uh, the bearded picker? Yeah. Don't cheap out, Steve. Don't cheap out, Steve. <sighs> he tells me that all the time. I mean, don't. that internet troll that I don't know tells me that every <laughs> once in a while. Don't cheap out, Steve. The The bearded picker has spoken. Bearded picker, you have, a, you have a spot in our chat room every Sunday night, buddy. <laughs> every, Pretty soon every you're going to have my spot on the show. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he thought about doing a paranormal or a Bigfoot channel. And I told him it's probably not a good idea. And well, the thing is, is on on YouTube, it just doesn't. They don't do well. There are pe there are people who do do well with them. Matt does well with the Bigfoot Outlaws. Um, there are some other people that do well with some shows, but by and large, they don't. It's really it's really take off. I, this show's taking off far better on Anchor. It's not even that. It's it's the community. You know, and I'm like, it's yeah. a tough, it's a rough community. I mean, yeah. any paranormal, UFO, Bigfoot shit, it's all, it's a rough community. Yeah, we, I mean, we struggle for views on this show. On and it's, it's not the views, it's the assholes that are in the community. Yeah, that you too. Know? And, but I mean, as far, like with, with Anchor, the growth uh, compared to YouTube is so impressive at this point. Look, we got Dean I'm, Cooper in a chat. I mean, I'm, I'm blown away by the, the growth that we've had on. Yeah, anchors on the actual doing. podcast. We we had over five hundred last week, right? Yeah, it was five hundred and sixty-three downloads last week on Anchor. Um, and the the way we're trending at this point is just okay. I mean, the bearded picker has convinced me to get the new blue yeah. X, so I can do it for the Thursday and Tuesday show. <laughs> I pay for I pay for streaming. Not the Sunday show. He he does pay. For I it. I want to. All right. So bearded picker, I want to pay for Streamyard, and the reason being is because tonight I was going to try out uh, dual streaming, 
I was gonna dual stream from uh, to YouTube and to face the the Forty and Slip Facebook page. I went to do it and it said, "Well, you have to you have to upgrade for yeah. this feature," and I haven't done it yet. And if I want to do it now, though. You'll get it at the cheaper price, and I think because they're gonna put that to the professional level. And if you don't do it at the professional level, eventually, if you don't pay for it now, you can get it at the basic level. Right, right. right. But if Frank Smith, uh, I love the Bigfoot Outlaws. Thank you, Frank. I, I and watched, we love you, Frank. I watched one show of the Bigfoot Outlaws, <coughs> and that's before that was in the old days. Let's put it that way. Not the old days, but like a, two years ago. <laughs> Great show. Okay, Steve. Easy, have, Steve. You know how many you know how many squatch I've buddy. watched? <laughs> uh, zero. Half of one. A half of one? <laughs> I am um, great show, Richard. I like I like doing the squatchable with Richard. It's fun. Um, it, I did you know, watch it, one of your other shows with Holly, though. Uh, yeah. Slip into yeah. the night with I. I really enjoy slipping into the night with Holly um, because it gives me a different outlet. It gives me the ability to talk about the things that we could talk about on this show, but it just it would be a lot more boring in this format, I think. And you guys aren't as into those topics as I am. So I just wanted to do them, do it in a different format. I like doing that show with her. It's a lot of fun. Well, it Holly me... seemed to uh, really know her stuff. I mean, I didn't listen to my, more, more than 15 minutes of it because I right. was busy, but yeah, no, she, really she's, she, and she said vibrator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did. Yes, she did. Um, she, she's very knowledgeable. She goes to a lot of classes. Um, she goes to a lot of like shaman seminars um, and uh, weekend getaways um, where they go through all kinds of different classes and stuff. She's she's very knowledgeable on the subjects and, you know, she's college ed educated. So, uh, it, it, I mean, she's she's great to talk to. Um, and uh, yeah, there she is. Uh, oh, thanks, Steve uh, from Holly. Um but uh, yeah, I mean, in doing the shows is it's like I said, it's a great outlet for me to be able to to get those topics out. Um, it and I think it it attracts a different type of listener base too. And which I've I've had people say to me, you know, like I, you know, I've checked out the Fortean Slip. I like it. I like the way you guys joke around and have fun. But I like that a little better because. It's more in depth. It's more uh, cerebral than what you guys do over there, which is more, uh, you know, you guys are just having fun joking. Fucking, fucking locker room humor is all we do here. It's and it's not even so much uh, locker room humor. It's just that we just like to have fun. We just like to talk like we normally would if we were going to just talk about these subjects. It's a hang. This is a hang. You know, we get together on Sunday nights, we hang out, and we talk about these weird-ass fucking subjects. You know, sometimes we're like, we don't know, this could be something This could be something there. Tonight, we talked about something that we don't know, and we're pretty sure it's bullshit. For the most part, I think we're all on that page. There's probably not much there to the Copley Woods incident. But, you know, we're not, um, it's not a very in-depth, as far as like, but, but however, we do have in-depth discussions on this show that, that, that does happen. <clears throat> it isn't like we don't No, that's a nice look, Steve. I like that. 
I like that. And capture that. I need to screen capture that one. He went from a ponder to a snarl. Yeah. I mean, you got it yet? I don't know what the fuck that That's is. That's not it, Two-Face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do the ponder again. The ponder? Hmm. Hmm. Come on, Steve. Good? Pull it out. Yeah, you don't really Pull need a finger to sell it. Oh, oh. Now wait you a just minute. look sad. Wait a minute. <laughs> Rain Dog. This is a new one. I don't know if we've ever seen Rain Dog. Hey guys, long time right. listener, long term fan of the show, and the Sweetwater legend in particular. I think we're all huge fans of the Sweetwater legend. You kind of have to be. I mean, that's my take on it. Well, you're you referring to the, the Sweetwater legend. You're referring to me as a person, right? Um, sure. Um, yeah, if that's what you want to think. Yeah, if you mean the extension of yourself, then yes. <laughs> I'm a fan of it myself, so. <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> uh, yeah. Should get hell. a t-shirt made up. Rain Dog loves us guys. Look at his his icon, or what do they call that? Is that an icon? How do you know it's a him? It, it could be it, a her. It's Rain Dog. I, that could what? very well. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> Rain dog could mean anything. If now it said rain dog D A W G, I'd be more inclined to believe you. Let me let me find out. Let me do some investigative reporting. You're gonna do some investigating? Hey, rain dog, show? You a guy Why? or a girl? There we go. <laughs> Aha. See? It's a him, Steve. You you are vindicated. However, it, because I don't think it's you should, a dog with a green I don't umbrella think, I don't and a rain. Should, no I don't think you should make those that. assumptions. No woman would post that. Why not? I don't know. No woman would post a dog in galoshes. No. Not that dog. Hmm. Okay. Not that particular dog. No. Why not? Because <laughs> it's a man disagree dog. agree with you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we had a woman on the show. <laughs> it was a very cute things. dog. She's like, yeah. that's my profile pic on Twitter, bitch. <laughs> you seen her new profile pic? Her and her fucking goat. It's great. Staring into the eyes of Beelzebub. Yeah, that's right. That. She's staring <laughs> in the eyes of the the dark pit of the soul of a goat. I love that into goat. Its square so much. pupils. That's so cute, though. I, I and I was telling you, I I can't get into goats, but I mean, my daughter, I I took her to a farm for goats a couple of times, or with goats couple of times she fucking loves them things just loves them and so i totally get it i just I, they're just not so for me if if god forbid katie ever leaves a show as the producer what animal is the next person gonna love because we had ferret loving richard on mm -hmm. now we have goat loving katie i'm well, pretty I sure have her my ducks animals too. ducks Oh, that's right, ducks. Yeah. Oh, you got the ducks. Although I mean, uh, Richard informed me that he's taking care of a friend's uh, ferret right now, and that uh, ferret is making him question his love of ferrets. He should have questioned that a long time ago. I'm just saying, this is what I this is what I've been told by the man himself. Uh, this this ferret is very unruly. Very unruly. It was probably it was probably the upbringing of the ferret. It could be. I don't know. Yeah. It's the owners. 
Yeah. Bad owners. You think it's, it's probably just like a squirrel with mange. <laughs> probably not even. It's a I chupacabra. Think, <laughs> I think by now Richard would be able would would be able to tell, but then again. Richard has an actual chupacabra in his house and he doesn't even know it. <laughs> that would be hilarious. He gives it back to his friend. His friend's like, hey man, thanks for taking care of that. That's a, so, you know, that was really important. Dude, by, the lack of, by the lack of response from Richard, I'm going to assume that he went to bed. Yeah, I would assume so. It gets late for him to listen to this show, so I don't blame him. He's got that <laughs> five-hour time difference. So right now it's like, what, fucking after midnight for him? Fuck Dean Cooper. My family had a pet goat. Then we ate it. Why same would thing, you say that? Same thing happened to yeah, all the little Easter Dean ducks Cooper. and chicks. There you go, Katie. <laughs> say that again, Katie. I didn't hear it. I said, yeah, fuck <laughs> Dean Cooper. <laughs> yeah, my family just went to the grocery store. Yeah. yeah. I haven't eaten goat. Actually, that's not entirely true. I had uh, my grandfather when I was real young. Uh, he raised birds, and he would behead the chickens in the front yard. And let them run around and scare the piss out of you? He pretty much. Yeah. 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 And then they'd pluck them and fucking cook them in the whole nine yards. I mean, we went hunting and stuff, you know, so I guess that's not entirely true. But yeah. we didn't it, kill and eat any of our pets. Yeah. The, yeah, the only that's thing I rule. Saw, you can't name it. Yeah, yeah. You can't the eat only thing, something you've named. The only thing I ever saw with that was um was the chickens. Other than that, I never saw anything oh, slaughtered. You gotta eat chickens though. You gotta kill them little bastards. And my grandfather had like a. Uh, I mean, he, when, before I was born, they had a full farm. You know, that's how they made their money. And then he wound up going to work for a company and. He still did stuff. He raised birds and uh, made money uh, selling birds to uh, farmers and shit. So I, I was around. I have, eaten, I have eaten lamb. Is that a bad thing, Katie? I mean, I'll try any meat. I've eaten duck. Truth be told, they're delicious. I love my <laughs> ducks, but <laughs> I've eaten duck. It is really good, but I've, I I've eaten my duck, duck before, but not I've not a lot of it. Turducken. I know my dad had, had cooked some up when I was young. That's not something I've ever had a lot of. Rabbit though. Mm. Oh my fucking old man hit a rat, a fucking rabbit once with the car, and then fucking cooked it. I was like, <laughs> I can't remember how old I was, and I was just like, really? I was young, and I was looking at my father like, really, Dad? Rabbit's tasty though. Dude, fucking short. It's very difficult to make like a meal out of one, though. <laughs> yeah, and this is. I don't know. Some rabbits get big. big. Yeah, th this was a bigger rabbit for sure. Um, and we do get some pretty monster-sized rabbits up here. Uh, but still, yeah, I was just like, you hit the fucking thing with the car, Dad. Yeah, pretty yeah. common thing in this part of the United States. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say what? What's so wrong about that? My grandma hit a deer, and we. We called the game commission. They said, take it. So we did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Most people, uh, oh, a yeah. lot of people do that. Yeah. You know, when so they what's hit, the difference? When they what's the difference between rabbit and deer? There's not much there. Yeah. And, and, when, you, and when you hit it, and when you hit something. Typically, you... <laughs> whenever a car impacts an animal. <laughs> and with a rabbit, <laughs> it's going to kind of go under the wheels, Steve. 
Are you get where? Do you get where I'm going with this? So you had rabbit pancake. I don't remember it. <laughs> Crunchy rabbit. <laughs> I it, I was really young. I remember him. I remember it happening. My father was always doing weird shit like that when we were when I was young. How did I guess that Dean Cooper was a vegetarian? I I just knew it. He said he ate goat like twenty seconds ago. <laughs> Fuck Dean Cooper. Uh, the eating of our pets is one of the reasons I'm a vegetarian. Strip the guts out of a few pets and it affects you. Well, I, you know, I still eat. I still your parents eat. were horrible people, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> Those mountain folk. <laughs> fuck your I parents. I take back my fuck you, Dean I, Cooper. I grew, I grew up on a farm. We ate all the pets, except the cats and dogs. Yeah. Everything else got eaten. Uh, I mean, listen. That's why we had them. 60 years ago? How fucking old are you? 200? <laughs> Jesus well, Christ. Look at his picture. He's got to be at least 200. <laughs> he just woke up from a 150-year nap. <laughs> fucking Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know anymore. 67? Times what? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, uh, Dean. Fudging a little bit. Come on. He, so see, you've been a vet. Wait, he's trying to let us think that he's been a vegetarian for sixty years, since he was seven years old. Ain't no kid in the no, world. I think he's. I think what he's saying is that's when it happened. Steve. All right. It was sixty years ago. Was when it was going on. All right. Well, sixty. Um, I hate. Ago, I hate to clarify for the fuck, but it is what it is. You get what you get, Steve. D Steve, you can't always get what you want. But I if you do. try sometimes, buddy, you're fine. You get what you need. Is that some sort of lyrics to a song? <laughs> Fucking Christ. Rolling Stones, Steve. Ooh, they're good. Yeah. Yeah. It, one could say that the Rolling Stones are good. I've heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> So has Phil Poling. <laughs> Inside humor there. Oh, yes. <laughs> they, Good old gather, Phil. they gather no moss. I, I do know that. The Me Too movement man of the 40 community. <laughs> Phil Poling. Hi, I'm Phil. Do you have breasts? <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, he he doesn't. If you say that to him, he he'll say, "Yep, that's that's who I am." Oh, oh, he doesn't make any excuses no, for it. No, zero, none, none, none. He's a uh, yeah. Uh, Phil's a Phil's an interesting egg, in my opinion. Yeah, bearded put it bearded pickers coming up. Uh, okay, working on it. Ah, I had Steve listening to Five Finger Death Punch. Hey, Five Finger this Death man Punch, had good. This this man had me trapped in a van. In California, in Death Valley, and I had to listen to Five Finger Death. A little, ba a little bad company? Wrong side of heaven? What are we going with? Beard I don't picker. know what give the, me the songs Beard were. Picker, give me the playlist, because I need to know what the fuck went down. <laughs> I need to know what Five Finger Death Punch. I need to know if you threw some Avenged Sevenfold in there, a little fucking backcountry. Show us your tits. Huh? Who wrote that? The Colonel. 
Dude, Colonel, are you away. like the Colonel from the fucking from Boogie Nights? Do you want like some fucking underage boys he, or what? I thought he was from KFC, but now I'm, I'm beginning to fucking wonder. You fucking hanging out on, with Jeffrey Epstein's plane or what, Colonel? Wash it all away. That's a good is one. That, is that good? I think. I don't remember. I I, tun I tuned it all out. Five Finger Death Punch is good. I don't give a fuck what it is. If you if you ride with that guy, you're holding on for dear life. Blue on black? Little blue on black? Blue on black. Tears on a river. Come on, Steve. Seriously, though, we're riding through Death Valley, California. And he's like if listen, bearded picker, if I, this is where this is where I, I, I almost have to draw a line in the sand. If fucking Avenged Sevenfold Backcountry did not come on the fucking radio when you guys were in Death Valley heading out to fucking Vegas or back to Vegas. This away problem. from Vegas at the time. Whichever way. Backcountry. That's all I, I mean. I, I've, I have a great deal of respect for the bearded picker at this point. Hail to the king. I, you know, I can give him I can give him hail to the king. Hail to the king is a fucking great tune. Great tune. Did you blast him out with it? I hope he blasted you out of that fucking van with it. I really do. I tuned it out. How can you tune out fucking hail to the king? I don't know. I was chatting with somebody else named Chris York at the time, telling him I was going through <laughs> Death Valley. Yeah, you and then did, you were sending me movie clips of some I don't know. Oh, from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah, of course I was. Well, that son of a bitch sees them damn bats. Uh, Can we talk yeah. about something else? Why? I don't know because it's I think that I think that the fact that you've been cultured but, with a little bit of fucking Avenged Sevenfold and some fucking Five finger death punch. I think this is good, Steve. This is fucking good shit. I listen to Ronnie Millsap. That's, I know. That's, that's what I do. That's the problem. I mean, a little bit What's of fucking the... smoking. A little, rain. a little avenged. A little fucking, uh, you know, five finger. Stranger in my house. I mean, good stuff. I think we could get you, uh, you know, listening to some better music. Yeah, well, a little Volbeat. Seems like I pick my friends. <laughs> They're ex like the exact opposite of I, I, I am. They're the exact opposite of you. Yeah, you are nothing like why? me. But no, no, no. Why? Why is it wrong to listen to different wrong. types of music? I'm not. I'm all for diversity. Okay. I, I spoke about that earlier. I just don't yeah. care for it. You just like separate drinking fountains? What? <laughs> I mean, what the fuck are you trying say, to say, Steve? I tried to change the subject, and you wouldn't let me. We're talking about music. Yeah. I didn't say there was anything wrong with it. Okay. I enjoy... So, what, so but then you have to bring up the, that uh, the people that you're friends with, uh, you're listening... Everything that I do is, like, opposite of what you would do. You can't disagree with that. Yeah, but I don't. I, but I think you being introduced to something and uh, enjoying it, and maybe getting a little bit more rounded in what you listen to, is not a I horrible thing. I think it's a good thing. I listen to all sorts of music. Little Seven Dust. Never heard of them. That's right. That's right. And that's sounds, a problem. That sounds Satan. Little Angel's Son. Do you listen to anything outside of the contemporary country genre? 
Actually, if you get in my car right now, Sirius Radio is tuned to Willie's Roadhouse. If that you I knew that, by the way. <laughs> Him and Willie. See, this is the other thing. It, 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 this is this baffles me. He listens to Willie's Roadhouse. Never smoked a joint in his life. Well, maybe one. What? Maybe like a puff. Maybe like fucking. He Bill walked Clinton. through a crowd, a yeah. cloud of smoke as he turned the corner at the school. I, I tried it once, didn't care oh, for it. That was oh enough. fucking yes, yeah. That needs to go up, definitely. Yeah. Uh, next visit with Steve. This is from the bearded picker introducing him to the insane clown posse. Fucking, we need to make Steve a juggalo for life. He needs to be down with a clown until he's dead in the ground. That's all I gotta say. I've owned some insane clown posse stuff. You have fucking. You need to be a juggalo. We need but this I to happen. It. I sold it on eBay. <laughs> He, wait, he took you to a fucking dispensary in Vegas? Yes. And I'm apparently just there's finding, a whole Vegas trip that I'm we just haven't finding heard about. out about this now. <laughs> I went to a dispensary in Vegas. It was like a disco. It was really cool. I didn't buy anything. It was like a disco. It really was. And you the failed floors, to fucking mention it. And if you touched them, they changed Did you colors. Take pictures? No, you're not. I don't think you're allowed to in there. Did you yeah. go to old Vegas? <clears throat> Where uh, the giant praying mantis is? I don't recall. We did go to the old side of Vegas, the uh, dinner once. But I didn't see a giant praying mantis, no. You went to a dispensary and you didn't fucking tell me. I, I went to a dispensary that, like, It was called, uh, it had a number in the name, something 10. He's know. just going to talk over you, man. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I went to a dispensary. Yeah, and I, I was awesome. amazed. It was, it was an interesting experience. I didn't buy anything. When the when the floor started lighting up, did you start dancing around like John Travolta? I played with it a little bit. Did you? Yeah, you did, didn't little. you? You fucking did. Don't I don't even dance. lie. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I didn't dance like John Travolta, but I did play with it. Oh, the Sweetwater Legend. <laughs> so it's been an hour and a half. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Matt. It seems there was a whole fucking Vegas trip that uh, just has not been relayed. That's what I'm finding out tonight. I thought I told you I went to a dispensary. Oh wait a minute! Fuck Dean Cooper's bailing on us. Yeah, because he's old. Uh well, my it's his bedtime. My my butt's getting sore. Got to say goodnight. Fuck the lot of you and go pick my underwear out of my ancient butt crack. Why would he feel the need to write any of that? Balls and eat some tofu. <laughs> Listen, uh, uh, could you scratch your ass and wrinkled balls, not wash your hands, and then eat your tofu with your bare hands? Thank you. Tapioca. <laughs> Don't don't forget your donut pillow there, Dean. I like take that the, take that with you, and uh, be sure to finish all of your tapioca. You, you need the you need the protein, Dean. Dean's, Dean's got rails on the side of his toilet, <laughs> and it isn't because he's seeing he can't. His entire bathroom is blown plastic. <laughs> Steve, aren't you glad you do this show? Oh, extremely. 
Steve. Do you ever wonder why we can't get any guests? We do get guests. We had Steve Coles. That's true. We had Tim Pisano. <laughs> and we had and I, yeah. Claudia Ackley. We have. We had Mick West. We had that douche from Epstein or no, not Epstein. Epistemon. And that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Epstein on. Well, I missed that fucking show. <laughs> I missed yeah, I missed that episode. <laughs> I messed up his last name. Epista something. <laughs> we had we we had a lot of guests. Yeah, we've had a few. A few. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. We can't get any more. Uh, but well, we can't get any less either. <laughs> it's pretty flat lined, but you know, it is what it is. What should we do the next show on next week, Steve? I don't know. Maybe we get Mick West again. I doubt it. No. No, I'm thinking the uh, Mick West well was run dry after the first dip. <laughs> I thought he enjoyed our show. I I don't think he had a horrible time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I don't know. It's a possibility. You know, I could get him to come on again. But it's a little bit different type of show when we have a guest. Yeah, it is a different show, and we do um, conduct ourselves differently when we have a guest. When it's just us, we fuck around. So. Unless it's Steve calls, then. <laughs> yeah, Steve. Yeah, Steve likes to have a little bit of fun. So, um, and I told Steve we definitely have to have him on again. Excuse me, in the near future. Um, and, uh, you know, he had told me that he wants to uh, either have us on, I don't know. If on one of his shows? Oh, he wants Chris and Steve. He wouldn't want you, Matt? No. Why not? You guys were friends before fucking we even got no, together. No, no. We, we, we can't stand one another. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's too bad. Well, we I don't act that. <laughs> Steve Cole's show was the actual first podcast I was ever on. This I know. It's pretty crazy. The uh, blog talk show. That long. Yeah, he's been doing podcasting in this realm, this online community, for longer than anybody I know. Yeah. I saw he was at the Chautauqua yeah. Bigfoot I, Conference. I should have uh, went. Oh. I could have met up with Ryan Redding. Would have been Yeah, awesome. you should have. I don't know why you didn't. Wait, where is fucking Ryan Redding? <sighs> He hasn't been in the chat room lately. He's uh, hanging out with uh, Jeff Meldrum right now. Oh, that's probably true. He hasn't been in the chat room. and I mean, I see him a couple of different times here and there, but he hasn't been in there a lot lately. So, I don't know. I haven't seen him. Couldn't tell you. I haven't been keeping up on him. Drove through his town when I was on vacation. I've driven through his town a couple Drove times. Drove right straight through Dunkirk. Didn't even try to stop? Yeah. Yeah, actually probably sped up. Yeah, I don't even think I. I think I had to take a piss, and I waited until I got to the next town. <laughs> Didn't piss till you hit Ripley. <laughs> See, Ripley's the next town, but it's this way. So. Right, I got you, Steve. It's not really Mayfield. Might be next. I don't remember. No, I, uh, what are you I, talking about? <laughs> New York. Talking about New York. Uh, Ryan Redding. The the towns in New York nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> like, <laughs> And I, then after after I, I drove, apologize after to I, our listeners from Dunkirk. Yeah, I after I drove through upstate New York on my vacation, um, uh, and posted some pictures and some things. Uh, Ryan had commented on my my Facebook page that uh, uh, me and that Steve Alcorn guy were going to have to uh, pop by for a visit, and I I'm pretty sure I said uh, no, we won't. 
<laughs> and I'm pretty sure that Alcorn guy will agree with me. I'd meet up with Ryan Redding. I, he's got a signed copy of his book for me that I've never picked up. Yeah, that we've never gotten. He know has a book? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, you didn't know he wrote a book? What do you mean he has a book? Oh, yeah. I'm sure yeah. it's... He Ryan wrote a book. Yes. Ryan Redding has a book. About Absolutely. what? Uh, fuck if I know. It's supposedly about Bigfoot. No, it's not. <laughs> How the fuck can... Are you shitting it's me? The, is this the a real, true story? It's the real is life story. It's the real, it's the it's real life Amazon. Jesse Pinkman story. I'm pretty sure it's on Amazon. Like you th- so, like, apparently, I should have, like, 30 books by now, if you're going by that time frame? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Has he ever even had a fucking sighting? He has he done he anything? Has. has he done anything except put out fake pictures? Uh, oh, I know he wrote a book. Oh, I'm sorry. They weren't fake pictures. He t- he had pictures of a hiking trail of people in jumpsuits Allegedly. on the hiking trail and Allegedly. said they were Bigfoot. Yeah. Allegedly. Well, you could see the paved trail. I don't know what more you needed. Bigfoot just trying say... to get those fucking steps in. Okay. Right. <laughs> I type in Ryan. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Frank, Frank Smith, uh, I will be a guest. I will come on and sing Irish lullabies. Uh, uh, Frank, if you've got a nice, thick Irish accent. Look I, at, if that's Frank in that picture. Uh, Frank's a fuck. Hey, listen, he's Frank's a, a handsome gentleman. He's a handsome gentleman over there in Ireland. And uh, Frank, I, I got some voiceover work I could uh, throw your way for the show if you'd like to be, uh, have some, uh, do a little bit of voiceover work for me. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta share this, okay? Okay. I type in Ryan Redding book in, <coughs> in Google. Okay. And you know what comes up? Okay. Ryan's world. <laughs> hey, everybody! I can't do the Bobby voice. Mm, but I know he wrote a book. I just can't. Hey, everybody! I'm Bobby. Maybe he, maybe he used it. Ryan's world. You know what Ryan's world is? The kid with the eggs and all that shit? Uh, yeah, the YouTube guy. Yeah. All I can think of was Bobby's world. <laughs> there he is. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, just got out of the woods. Yeah. We mention his name and he shows up. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, he's here now. Yes. Hey, Ryan, what's the name of your book? Hey, Ryan, what the fuck do you think you need to write a book about? <laughs> you have a fucking book? Are you fucking kidding me? Why would you write a book? <laughs> There's like you're you're maybe in like I don't know the bottom two percent of knowledgeable people in the Bigfoot world. You've been around for what three, four years now, and you think you have enough fucking knowledge on Bigfoot that you need to write a fucking book on the subject? Are you fucking serious? That's like me writing a book about what it's like to live in California. Never fucking been there, Ryan. Don't know shit about it. Like I've never even like considered the possibility of putting a book together and i'm a fucking writer who's been in the bigfoot world for 20 <laughs> fucking years bigfoot expert like what the fuck man like seven. fucking pretentious <laughs> as fuck What's, what kind of answer is seven yeah seven you wrote, seven you wrote years screenplay to fucking seven or <laughs> seven years okay so that's the magic fucking number oh, that makes sense I, Hang I out in a few Facebook groups so you're a fucking expert. Go speak <laughs> at some fucking conferences. Are they fucking headlining you at Ohio next year? Oh. Ooh, oh, now he's, oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. oh. 
It's not running my running. I don't. I get a kick out of the fact you have a fake Bigfoot picture as your fucking profile picture right there. (laughs) Are you fucking serious? Jesus, man. Running my fucking lip. (laughs) I'm sure your cells are fucking skyrocketing, Ryan. Consider this free publicity, man. There you go. Why don't you send me a book and I'll do a review of it on my channel? (laughs) I'm sure it'll be fucking great. I tried. I'm still waiting for my copy. Yeah. Still waiting. I I, I said I would do an honest review of it right here on the 40 and slip. Honest review. We give honest reviews of everything. I'm pretty sure. I, I would just like to know what's in the book that like hasn't already been said by somebody else. We can't oh, now he's saying buy one. I, we can't buy one. I can't find it. I typed in Ryan Redding book. I mean, what else am I supposed to do? <laughs> and it came up with Ryan's world. And I can prove it. Hold on. <laughs> when, when did I learn to read? I don't know. Yeah, I'm I don't the one that runs to... my lip. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't need to learn to read to read Ryan's book. Just saying. Uh, Here you uh, go. Here's a screenshot I'm of the Google get, search. I'm glad you Ryan get a Redding running, book right up there. Wait a minute, I'm glad you get a kick out of running your lip when he runs his fucking mouth all the goddamn time. Let's see here. I type in Ryan Redding Bigfoot. First oh, result. Remember Ryan Redding? <laughs> <laughs> he was outing folks in the Bigfoot world if he didn't get a fleer from them. He got it. Now he's seen a Bigfoot disappear. The Bigfoot report is the name of your book? Uh-huh. Huh. I've heard that before somewhere. Oh, somewhere. yeah. Here it is. Okay. Let's see here. <laughs> the Bigfoot report. Twenty-one ninety-five for the Woo! paperback edition. How many pages? The Bigfoot report unclassified. They exist, and other random words on the cover. <laughs> hey, it's got four stars out of ten reviews. Nice. Oh. It's number four million one hundred sixty-six thousand nine hundred eleven in books. Oh, there you go. There it is. The Kindle version was that a dollar ninety-nine? Yeah, I think I'd go with the Kindle version, man. Yeah, I think I'd go with the Kindle version if you got a Kindle, folks. <clears throat> That's my personal. Uh, Ryan, I do have one critique. That is a fairly generic picture on the on the cover there. I, I'd like to see something a little bit better. Perhaps one of the Bigfoots that you that you've Jeep, seen. Cheap photographed. <laughs> May oh. I read a review? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I now I will say now I will say there are several people whose names I have never heard of in my life. Uh including one Amazon, no, two Amazon customers, who gave it five stars. Okay. Um, I, however, am not going to read any of those reviews. Uh, I'm going to read the review from Bruce K. Oh, Bruce K. Who gave Bruce it K. one star. Who that is. Who gave it one star with the title of his review, The Author Gives Himself Four Stars. <coughs> um, this book might have some appeal to those who enjoy Bigfoot fiction. But for those interested in actual Bigfoot research by established and legitimate researchers, I would suggest books by John Bendernagel, Thomas Steenberg, John Green, or Jeff Meldrum. After following the author for some time now, I was familiar with his alleged research and unsubstantiated claims. 
One of them being that he produced Bigfoot orbs or light energy beings by using simple science project magnets. Ooh. Not wanting to waste money, I opted to view just a sample. I think the poor writing skills could maybe be overlooked if the content had some substance and validity. By the way, if you enjoy good Bigfoot, good Bigfooting fiction, try some of Rusty Wilson's books available here on Amazon. Hmm. I, I like the name of this one reviewer, Toddy e. Anus. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> they gave him five stars, though. Yeah. Five nice. stars. Good job, Ryan. How many you sold, buddy? Yeah, seriously. How many have you sold? How many sold? Because I'm going to buy the Kindle. I mean, give me a real no Give me a real <laughs> number. Yeah, we want to know if we should fucking put a book up here. Yeah. Give me a real number. Throw it out there. Don't throw because I can uh, listen. My ass. I know how to research. I'll, I'll be able Amazon. to tell. I, I know how to research Amazon sales things. So, yeah. If you if you lie to us, we'll know. Yeah, we'll be able to find out. If you say five and you only sold four, I'll know. Yeah, Steve. This is so something that Steve will take some time to research. I'm gonna guess that Bruce K didn't actually read the book. <laughs> 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 Roughly eight hundred. Okay, gonna check. Yep. Here we go. Uh, oh, I'm on the wrong. Uh, I might, uh, I might, I might, might eight hundred. I might give him the eight hundred. Eight hundred Kindle. Yeah. Like what? What is it? How many? I mean, yeah. Split that. Or, split that around. Give us. Give us some real figures here, Bob. Paperback Kindle, 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 Kindle. Paperback is what I'm seeing under the reviews. Yeah. But still, I mean, how much? I mean, even if you make a dollar a book, that's eight hundred bucks. That's the to total of both. But what are your percentages? Is what I, what we were asking. Does stuff really sell on Amazon from the bearded picker? <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard of selling on Amazon. To be honest with you. Oh, that is not what I wanted. What? I lost it. I lost Ryan Redding's book. Oh no! <laughs> how dare you! What are you doing? Oh, he sells some at conferences, which makes sense. I would assume you would sell more. Listen, dude, I, I don't have a problem with you fucking selling a book. But the you come off as a fucking legitimate researcher, and I don't buy that you are. So that is my personal I, opinion. I don't buy that most people are. Yeah, yeah exactly. Any, uh, and, researchers. and you vehemently, you protesteth too much. Yes. Is your biggest problem? Editors, <laughs> come so, on, Ryan. Uh, to publish a book on Amazon is <clears throat> there is no cost. No, they and take you, a percentage of every book, Ryan. They They're the ones that print it for you. And yes. you would know this house, Steve. It's print on demand, because I'm an <laughs> Amazon seller, and my wife is a published author with a book on, on Amazon. Amazon. Yes, yes, which I know, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I keep quiet. Dude, you are the least fucking quiet person I know. You went out of your fucking way to try to tell me how to run my goddamn show. Which, by the way, dick fuck, is doing really well. And the reason I know that this is a published book through Amazon is because when I run the stats on how many are in stock... It says 999, which means it's a print-on-demand book. 
And it so also it says no. publisher create space independent publishing platform. Which is free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So stop 126 blow- pages. Stop trying to blow hmm. smoke up people's asses. All right, let's check that, you that's in. your first problem. <clears throat> but if you write right. another book and you want a real cover, uh <laughs> I am available. Seriously, if you're selling 800 books, Matt will take a little chunk of that. Yeah, I'll, I'll be happy to put a nice cover for it. I'll even write, like, you know, a prologue or something. A for forward? You. A forward? No. <laughs> prologue. You have another book? Let me write the about the author section. <laughs> yeah, <let> me... <laughs> now that's a book I'd buy. <laughs> Just for the forward. So, Ryan, what were your publisher costs? I, I have to know this. And your and and who did you hire to edit your book? It doesn't mention in the. Uh... Yeah. Why right. did I'll, you hire I'll, an I'll editor when nobody else the, does? Uh, oh, here we go. Encountering Aliens by Ryan Redding. Ooh, let's see if that's on Amazon. Ooh. Yeah, it is. I'm looking at it. <laughs> what kind of reviews does that one have? Wait, you've encountered aliens, Ryan? Well, sure. He's all trades, Steve. Bigfoot. I'm not seeing encountering it. There it is. Found it. Ooh, that one's cheaper. Yeah. Why is that? Look one at cheap? the cool light. The aliens like posed up oh, like well, vanilla well, ice from the 90s. If, if you wouldn't have, <laughs> if you wouldn't have given me that name, Ryan, I wouldn't have believed you. But I know she's an editor, so <laughs> a true story. Can we have Ryan on to tell his encountering aliens true story? Oh dear God. What? <laughs> I will behave the entire time. Matt, you've been in a hangout with him. That one doesn't have any reviews. I know, but that was a hangout. I, I promise I will be serious. I will quit talking crap towards Ryan Redding forever if he comes on the show and tells us his <laughs> true story. Of an, I promise. How many fucking toes do you have crossed? <laughs> you guys know me. I don't I don't just talk bullshit. I'm, I'm being serious. If he'll come on as a guest. And yeah. tell the true story, as it says right here on the book cover, the of story. his encountering aliens. Oh God! Now nice. you got it. Now you got him believing we're going to actually let him on the show. It's fifty-nine pages. Well, it's not up to me if it happens. I'm just, I'm throwing my uh, stuff in. And he, he gave you day. He did give you permission to talk shit. I'm not so. going to talk shit. Why would I talk shit? Why doesn't this one have any reviews? It's the same age, March second, two thousand eighteen. So it's been out for a year. It's fifty-nine pages long. You put out a paperback book that's fifty-nine pages. That's no, like wait. less than a I'm, magazine. I'm on the wrong. I'm on the wrong one. It doesn't have to be super long to. I know. I'm just saying. I didn't. You know. Whatever. Uh, Trying to be nice. I'll consider it. Oh, it'll be. It would be fun. I mean. Okay, I mean, we know what kind of subjects we have on the show, mm-hmm. and here's a guy that says he had a true interaction with an alien from another planet. Right. We will need review copies, Ryan. Yeah. I it's mean, 59 it's pages. We can just read it while he's on the air. <laughs> I'm a pretty All good right. speed reader. I probably could fucking plow through that in like 10 minutes. <laughs> All right, here we go. Paste. I'm getting sales levels here. Twenty-one ninety-five. 
<laughs> Amazon doesn't give me any sales data on this book. Oh, interesting. Not saying it's not true. Just saying, not enough, uh, not enough data. Hmm. That'd be the Bigfoot report. Just, just saying, no sales data. I'll consider it. if you guys really want to have them on. I'll consider it. We'll have to discuss it after the show. Yeah, I'll think about it. I mean, we are kind of at a lack for uh, topics at the moment, and we do. <laughs> We do talk as a show of, a lot. As a, as a show of good faith, I will Ryan, I apologize. <laughs> Ooh. You really want him on the show. I, I apologize for the whoa, whoa, way whoa, I have treated whoa. you in the no, past. No, 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 no. Who are you? <laughs> no, I, Matt Knapp. I have been Wait, hard can on you him. Put up, considering can you put up considering Beard Picker's comment, Chris. Hmm? Bearded Picker, who is not in this field. Who doesn't do the this. odds of seeing a Bigfoot and aliens by the same person are off the charts? Who doesn't do this? Yeah, no, he's not wrong. What if but not impossible? It's not, not impo impossible. No, not impossible, Matt. I, I defer. There are people who maybe. have won lotteries more than once and did not cheat. That is true. There are people who have been struck by lightning twice. This shit happens. I mean, it's possible. And like I said, I am willing to consider having him on the show, and we can talk about it after the show and decide. Is he going to bring Dr. Meldrum with him? If he did, that would be a pretty good incentive. Because I'm pretty sure they're buddies. That's what he says. Uh, well, I mean, <clears throat> if Ryan, I mean, he says he's seen a Bigfoot, do what you wish on more than one occasion. Uh, apparently, he was able to somehow conjure the Bigfoot spirit orbs or whatever you want to call them. I don't know, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, I just don't know the terminology. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's had an encounter with aliens and he's written two books. That's a bigger draw than Jeff Meldrum. Yeah, you're right. Well, no, how many books has Jeff wrote? One. Ooh. And a pamphlet. I, I was just going to say the pamphlet. You cannot forget the fucking pamphlet, Matt. Ryan had a hell of an encounter at a Bigfoot conference. Ooh. You meet the Sweetwater legend? Good Did he step up next to Steve Alcorn at the urinal? Oh, well, we've had Steve Coles on the show. We can ask him about it. We can ask Steve Coles if he stepped up next to you at the urinal. No, no, no. Steve Coles helped me out. Of, helped him out with that. Oh, oh. Oh, it was the alien encounter. Uh, I'm confused now. Have <laughs> More you seen than a ghost a you with an alien encounter? A yeah, demonic alien encounter? Protected. Is this like a Matt Johnson shit going on over here in New what York? Fuck? If you turn into Matt Johnson... Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Danger. <laughs> Danger will all bets are off, Ryan. Whatever I know, my speak Matt it. Promised uh, you something. I, I, I don't I now gotta see. I got to derail, Matt. Have you seen the Lost in Space 2 trailer? No, oh, God. I didn't know there was a trailer. You, have to you knew there was, there was a movie coming out. I'm sorry, right? I derailed back to Ryan Redding's a douche. Um, no, I'm just saying now, me saying that I'm willing to 
drop the feud with Ryan and apologize to him for the things I said, it's not so weird of an offer now, is it? No. I'm I, listen. I'm entertaining the idea. He want. I've he's saying that we should. Ryan. He's saying that we should try to get calls to come on and talk about it with him. I mean, uh, you know, all of that's on you. That, that it would be on me. I'd have to I'm not trying. I'm. I shouldn't have overstepped. To no, begin no, with. no, Matt, Matt, I, I think it's a fine idea. I'm going to do, not, I'm gonna not do something that I swore I'd never do, and I'm going to buy the Kindle version of Ryan's book right now, live on air. Are you serious? Here we go. Kindle version. Which Ryan, one? Which one? Which one? The Bigfoot one. You're going to buy the Bigfoot He one? should have a package deal, though. For like yeah. 10 bucks, you can get both. Yeah, well, it's that... only $1.99 for the Kindle version. Yeah, it's a buck So maybe like 2 bucks. What's a dollar ninety nine for the Kindle? Two fifty. The Bigfoot report. Yeah. On mine it says six ninety nine. <laughs> oh, I thought it was after credits. I must have credit. I must oh have. yeah, Steve's got credits. So six ninety nine. But still, that's not. How bad. did I get credits? You get them all the time if you purchase it on Amazon. I think. Nice with the uh, Kindle stuff. How do I get this thing for free? Yeah, wouldn't it be nice? <clears throat> <laughs> he accused you earlier, flapping your lips. Now he has no qualm with you. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm trying to buy this damn thing. All buy right, the please. book, will you? Yeah, because I want an honest review of the book. Seriously, I will honestly review this book. I'll buy Somebody should book. honestly read the book if we're entertaining. Have to do I have? <laughs> yeah, do I have? <laughs> I'll read the fucking thing. I don't care. I'll I'll like download. I the read Kino books all the fucking and... time. Reading a book right now. Chris read two books just during the show. <laughs> Steve, don't Scott, do it. You didn't on, ask man. your wife if it was okay. <laughs> I Scott, love this guy. On. Bearded picker. Ah, God. Oh, what are you doing bro. next Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> if, for those of you who don't know, the bearded picker is the co-host of the other show I do. Oh, and he's no, not like that to that. me on the show. He's, he's a super nice guy. Well, I'm sure he So is. he's like the opposite of me and Chris. Only on the show. Well, I'm saying he gives you shit off of the air. Yes. And we give you shit on the air. Yes. Hmm. How do I uh, cloud? Do I? Oh, I have it on my phone. Nice. I don't know. Okay, good. I want it on my iPhone. So now we're gonna we're gonna get a copy of this book. I'm getting it right now. Just just continued to shopping. Whoa! I think I already got it. What happened? I might well, have it shouldn't take long to. I might have to get a Kindle. I've got one. You can get the the Kindle app <coughs> for your iPhone, Chris. That's what yeah, I have. But it's, it's a free not. app. Yeah, I have yeah. a Kindle. You know, uh, I'm in the process of uh, um, window shopping. Went to buy it and it went away. <laughs> now, as yeah, a, yeah, it's very amazing. Man, they just had it not long ago. But if you can. Wait for Amazon Prime Day. They usually have them for like dirt cheap. I know, and I'm just trying to wait because I want to get a nice one when I get one because this is replacing my book collection. Oh, you can read it on the Kindle, Kindle Cloud Reader right on the computer. You don't even have to. Have yeah, it. yeah. Who wants to sit at their computer and read though? Yeah. I'm just wondering why I'm not on right now because um, I got to piss and the show and go do shit. <laughs> because we've been doing the show for two fucking hours. Yeah, the show's been live quit. for two hours, dickhead. You know, and you can let us discuss what the fuck we need to discuss about whether or not you're going to come on the goddamn show. 
Listen, I'm gonna be per- I'm gonna be fucking completely honest with you, Ryan. I I'm not a fan. I I think you're. I think you. The one time I talked to you, you had a fucking shitty attitude. Um, and you came off like a dickhead. And that was privately. That was not on air. That was me, you, Richard. I believe Matt was there. If I'm correct, Matt. I was not. Well, it is the hangout. I I gave him a fair shake and went into a hangout with him. And I don't know if it's the one you're talking about, but in that particular one, my attitude became what it is because he was an asshole to me. So, I mean, it's something that I want to talk with them about and make sure that we're all on the same page about it before I do. Um. Yeah, no. because like I said, I, I'm I'm willing to wipe the slate clean and, and be and, and cool, Matt, but like if he Matt fucking comes willing, at me, <laughs> and and listen, and Matt's willing to wipe the slate clean. I don't fucking I don't I don't pull punches. All right, deliver to my phone. How do I do that? I don't deliver, and I okay. and don't expect it because it's not going to happen. And it's not four on one. You want to come on and have a fucking discussion? You've we, we hey, disagree with listen, you. You've. Uh, You've watched our show long enough to know how we treat guests. Yeah. Right. It was not four on one in that fucking in that hangout either. It wasn't. You were not bombarded. We tried to talk to you. It was a hangout. You can leave any time. Yeah. So, but this is this will not be. You know, this is what it is. We talk the way we talk to everybody else. So we'll talk about it. But on that note, I fucking do have to fucking piss pretty bad at this point. And yeah, uh, found it. You, you all right, Steve? Can we stop the yeah. can we end the show? I don't care what you do. All right, good. This has been the 40 and slip episode uh one hundred and two. The Copley Woods incident. If you like this shit, hit the little thumbs up button. If you don't, hit the little thumbs down button. Go check out our good friend Matt Knapp at youtube.com forward slash Bigfoot Crossroads and youtube.com forward slash Cryptid Tales. Check out us on anchor.fm forward slash the 40 and slip. We have been growing very, very well on Anchor. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone who has been listening to us on Anchor, all the new people that have been listening to us on Anchor. Uh, thank you. The growth has been fucking fantastic. Fantastic. So uh, welcome to all the new listeners. Um, as always, go check out Richard Allen's comic strip, Bigfoot and with Keith and Colin on Facebook. And he's written some blog articles this week on the rantings of a schizophrenic Brit. Uh, I have the link to those underneath the YouTube video to that blog. Um, check out the, uh, leader of the 40 and me too movement, uh, youtube.com forward slash pair breakdown where you two can be groped and <laughs> I just touched. I don't mean to interrupt and correct you here, but <laughs> perhaps instead of leader of the 40 and me too movement, we could call it the 40 and them too movement. <laughs> <laughs> And as always, check out our good friend Dreadfun at dreadfun.com and youtube.com forward slash dreadfun. He just did a really awesome commission. Uh, the boys out for a pint with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think Wolverine, Robocop, 
the Ghostbusters, Spider-Man's in there. It's a fucking great picture. Uh, Fred does some great stuff. Um, and uh, everybody should support him um, in everything that he does. Uh, if you guys are anywhere near one of the cons that he's at or the expos he's at, go check him out. Tell him, say hey. <clears throat> Tell him you love his shit. Buy something from him. Uh, if you're looking to get a, a nice commission done, I know his prices are somewhere around 150, if not plus dollars. Totally fucking worth it. Yeah. I mean, he will work with you on what he's going to do. And he, he, Fred's fucking great. Go check out his shit. And uh, we will consider the Ryan Redding guest spot on the show and let you people know. Until then. See ya!